Diesel Danger is a man who is described as having a God complex by those close to him. He's used to getting what he wants from women, when and how he wants it, with no pushback. Until he runs into Grayson McCree. Hello, my beautiful people, and welcome back to my podcast. And we are here for Captain... Yeah, excuse me. Captivated by Danger by India Carter. And I believe this is part two in what I'm calling the Danger series. Because I don't think she has them, like, put together. Um, So this is Diesel's story. Now, you know, last episode, even though it was, I love to call him Demon. Like I said, Quincy, uh, grandmother called him Demon. So am I. Demon and Quincy's story, I really didn't focus too much on them. It was more so on mama and daddy danger. Um, and I want to expound on that a little bit. But it's I'm doing the opposite this week. So where I gave mama and daddy danger a little much last week, I'm going to give them a little at the top of the episode. Then we're going to focus on diesel and uh grayson because they had some shit with them so we find out throughout the story as diesel is dealing with grayson that mama danger actually filed for divorce she's actually leaving this time i guess after what like 20 30 years she's finally done and realizing that she doesn't have to live her life this way and that's kind of the sad part because it's almost like that's the way they were brought up, the way she was brought up, I should say. It's like, you know, you stick by your man, you deal with it in-house, and that's just the way things are. Like, you know, you you just got to deal with it. A man going to be a man, basically. But as Demon and Quincy, uh, they got married, they had a baby, um and they well they didn't move but they spend like the majority of their time in a citrus grove and um demon will travel they actually both travel to new york for a little bit but then they come back um so she like i wouldn't say moved but she visited uh quincy and demon to see the baby and spend some time with the baby um and she's just realizing, like, I don't have to put up with this. And the daddy is just, he's, for some reason, oh, so sad. Like, you did this woman so wrong, so grimy. And when she finally decides to put her foot down, it's like, oh, my God, I'm so sad. What am I going to do without my wife? I love her. And Diesel asked him, like, huh? And basically, the daddy said, the only reason why I did it is basically because she allowed it. She didn't put her foot down and say, nigga, stop fucking all these bitches. Um, so he was used to getting his way. But I'm also bringing that up to add on to the fuck, the more fucked upness of them as parents. Because I forgot. He was, it's between the ages of 14 and 18, where one time Daddy Danger took Diesel with him to one of his side chick's house because I guess she hadn't answered the phone and she had somebody inside the apartment, a man, and he was upset about it. And he has her 
up against the wall by her throat with um a wand used in uh BDSM against her clit while his son watches. So Diesel is there watching his dad perform a sexual act on a woman and he tells him, No, I want you to see how to control your woman. And it's like, okay, without this child being there, this would be attractive. This would be sexy. But it's like, no. You have your fucking son in the room, you creep. And I was just like, if I could not hate these parents anymore, it's some more fucked up shit. And I was just like, India Carter, girl, you're good. You're good because you're pulling emotions out of me, girl. You're good. Because I was so fucking upset. I was like, why are you forcing him to watch this? This is gross. But it also forms like Diesel's attraction to be BDSM, excuse me, and showing like I could have that kind of control over a woman. But it's also still like, this is what you do to mom. I never want a wife. I never want a wife. I never want to get married. All the shit that y'all go through and looking at y'all. I never want that for myself. So he has spent his whole life, like as far as being intimate with women as a BDSM relationship, like they sign contracts and when it's over, it's over. But his, his quote unquote God complex comes from, he always finds these women who seem as if they're not sure of themselves. Like they need somebody to build them up. And every single woman he has been with, he has made them better. So, of course, he has a God complex. It's like, I come into your life, I build you up, I make you better. I make you feel good about yourself. You know, like, you go on to do great things. I did that. I made that possible for you. Because when he goes to Citrus Grove, he's visiting one time to see his niece. Um he sees Grayson and so he wants to oh before we even get there before he leaves to go to a citrus girl the last woman that he had a contract with you know he's telling her that it's over and she acts a donkey like she refuses to leave so his two assistants which is a man and a woman he has to get them to get her out and make her leave so he's done with that contract and he's ready to find somebody else but it's like it never lasts what longer than 30 days but he gives them like whatever like i'll give you money um you can do whatever you want like and you're what can you do you can ask for something like whatever gift you want like anything you could think of if you ask for it when the relationship is over he'll give it to you but she just didn't want it to be over i forgot that woman's name but she acted a fool um so yeah, when he gets to Citrus Grove, he sees Grayson, and he's like, oh, I want her. And she's described as a plus. <laughs> I only laugh because, once again, I still have not found a book that celebrates plus size as just being plus size and nothing being wrong with it. Because um, Grayson has a fucked up story, too. So Grayson's story is that she was married um but she's no longer married her ex-husband was cheating on her with her cousin and now they are engaged to be married 
and it is time for their what is it like engagement party is what it's called yeah engagement party um i'm sorry because i guess it's just black people. i have never seen like black people have an engagement party it's just been like you know we getting married then next thing you know you're showing up to the wedding so i was like i've never seen an engagement party so yeah and at the engagement party her cousin announces that the date has been moved up to it was like may something but that date is the day that she lost grayson lost her and the ex-husband's baby so when the announcement was made actually both of their faces had a level of shock to it but i'm jumping ahead of myself let's jump back to her even being at the fucking party because she was not going but then her grandmother shows up and says you know you need to go you need to be nice and you know just show that they're not holding anything over you and it's like i can do that at my fucking house i don't need to be there i'm not understanding why you feel as if i have to show up to this event you know to prove something to them i'm the one that's being done wrong and that was the thing her grand oh her grandmother worked my fucking nerve she was so mean to her for no fucking reason what it seems besides the fact that she was fat and quote unquote let herself go um so yeah it was the grandma and you know she's sitting there looking at her grandmother then she looks at her mom thinking that her mom is gonna save her and her mom does nothing it's like she won't tell her own mother to stop like you know mom that's enough leave her alone um no she just flat out starts to agree with her mom like yeah you know you could show up show your support you know it's not nice to be jealous of your it's like what am i jealous of i had the nigga she's the one that stole my man she was sleeping with my man while i was going through a miscarriage and not having my baby i came home to find them fucking in my bed what do you mean there's nothing to be jealous of i'm not jealous i'm mad as hell and the fact that I got to stay in this small ass town and look at them two motherfuckers be happy when they done did me wrong. And y'all look at me in my fucking face and telling me that I need to play nice. Fuck them and fuck y'all. I'm sorry. It just, oh, it bothered me so bad. Because I'm just like, how are y'all trying to make her out to be the one as if there is something wrong with her? So even when she lets them manipulate her into actually going to this dinner you know when she gets dressed it then turns into that's what you're wearing it's like grace start swinging on somebody baby please it's like what's that sound on tiktok right now i don't know who to slap just pick somebody just smack the first motherfucker you see because even and then another thing i hate her daddy is in the house her daddy is there but he don't say nothing he has learned to stop saying things um and just let it be what it is and i'm just like no i'm i don't care how you know shout out to my mom and shout out to my daddy i guess because i don't care how old my child is you're not gonna sit there and nitpick with my baby 
I know they're an adult, you know, they're grown, you can say whatever you want, like they are no longer a baby. Um, do not pick with my motherfucker, especially not in my face. It's it's gonna be bad if I have to hear about it, but for you to think that you could play in my and my child's face like that, you got another fucking thing coming. And so after the party and after her learning that, you know, she walked out and you know she's about to walk home because she's that upset. But um what's that woman thing? Quincy was there, so you know, of course, that brought Demon there and Diesel was with him. So that's how they like meet up with each other. And he offers to walk her home. So on the way home she's explaining everything she's like you know i can't believe just all of the story i just told she's telling it to diesel and <laughs> diesel is is in his head like i just met you why are you telling me all of this but she just needed to get it out to somebody because she's so mild and meek so in that they exchanged numbers and because she didn't know his name she kept calling him sir now he's a dom. He's dominant. So he's liking that shit. So when they exchange numbers, um he saves his number under sir. So the next day when she's telling her friend about the story, she's like, her friend, it's like, girl, text him. And she's like, nah, I'm not gonna text him. But um she did find out his name. I think he did tell her his name was Diesel. So she went to the D's looking for his name and she didn't see it. And so she's feeling away like he played me. He didn't even really put his number in there. You know, like it's nothing like that. He didn't even really like me. Whoop de whoop, all of that. Feeling sorry for herself. Um, so the friend is like, wait a minute. You said you called you was calling him. Girl, give me that phone. So she goes down to the S's and boom, right there, sir, in her phone. Um, so they start exchanging text messages. Um, and even when, uh, she's a school teacher. I forgot to mention that. She's a school teacher. So, um, her ex-husband's best friend is also a teacher, but he rolls up on her trying to ask her out, like, you know, can I take you out for a date? And she's like, what? You know, ain't y'all friends? He's like, we're no longer friends. Um, basically almost like a, I liked you first, but he got you and I don't like the way he did you. You know, I could treat you better type of situation. Um, and while she's out having lunch with her best friend, the ex-husband's best friend walk up to her because she was like rubbing her temples. This man walks up behind her, you know, like, let me do that for you. And he starts rubbing her temples. So Diesel, um, the family is also out at lunch at the same location. And he texts her like, tell that he got five seconds to get his hands off you or it's going to be a problem. And so he offers to bring her to New York with him. Like um, she can go to school there and they can have their little relationship like three because what school is usually like three months, what, four months. So yeah, he was like, you know, we could have a contract for that long or um, till he decides that it's over, but he'll pay for her school and she'll stay with him, basically giving her the package that he has given many other women. And of course, she this is a whole new war to her. She's like, what? You want to do what? 
but he's like, you know, you need something different in your life. You need to decide that you want better for yourself. Like, don't let them keep you down. And so she agrees. But she literally does not tell her parents that she's leaving until, like, Diesel is on the way to come pick her up. And the daddy is like, because at first she tried to lie and say that she had got, like, a sponsorship or some shit like that and everything was all paid for and whoop, whoop, whatever. They wasn't believing that. So when Diesel got there and they see him, she, the family wants to know, like, no, what are you doing for real? And so you got, Diesel is sitting inside the car because this part, like, child, I was baffled. Diesel was sitting inside the car, you know, like watching her come out there and watching everybody follow her. Then you hear a car pull up and it's the ex-husband along with the grandmother, but the uh, her cousin stayed back in the car, but she watching everything. So you have the daddy, the mama, the ex-husband, and the grandmother all yelling at her at once, and she's just standing there crying. So Diesel was like, man, fuck no, we not having this. So he jumps out the car and get her in the car and tells the daddy like you know i promise i'm on the up and up you know you can look me up ain't nothing crazy gonna happen to your daughter i promise and he shakes his hand and leave and the ex-husband tries to insert himself into the conversation and diesel is like who are you he says you don't need to know who i am well i don't need to be talking to you dad and basically dismisses him just like that like you can move to the side um so anyway, when they get to New York and start this relationship, hell no, I'm so sorry. Well, actually, this might actually work for me personally because I don't see the problem with it. Um, because, but she's not that type of person. Like Grayson, she expects conversation. She likes kisses and hugs. She likes cuddles. Diesel don't do none of that shit. He like, I don't, you know, like, we'll come together when I want to have sex. And, you know, basically, that'll be that. Like, you go to school. We might have dinner together. I might talk to you. But really, it was kind of like a sign. What am I trying to say? Like a booty call. Like, you know, I'll come to you when I want some sex. And we'll let that be that. Like, don't think nothing else of it. And don't expect nothing else. But she had told him, like, you know, no, I expect to at least spend one night in the bed together. I expect to talk. Like, I want to go on dates. All that stuff. And he told her no. But she, of course, you know, finesses her way into getting what she wants. And the more time they spend together, the more he finds himself liking her. But the majority of the book was him just, like, looking at her, telling her no, and being, like, real cold towards her when that's kind of the opposite of what she needed she needed love and care and like tenderness and somebody to i guess look after her and he was the exact opposite of that like (laughs) that man was ice cold and i'm just like girl you are fighting so hard for somebody who is like eh. i mean nah like (laughs) that's basically what he gave the whole book until like towards the end when he finally realizes that he's feeling something towards her but old girl that didn't want to leave at the beginning of the book 
popped up talking about she pregnant and he didn't believe it because he's uh what is what is that word um he's sterile so it's just like there's no way she could be pregnant with my baby you know i've been to doctors trying to reverse that but no such luck so ain't no way that baby is mine but when he goes to the doctor the doctor's like you know that last round because i think he began shots it could have worked you know like your sperm count is up it's looking like this could be it and so grayson is of course she's crushed because it's just like the date of her baby's um birthday or like death day i'm not particularly sure which one it was or you know what you call it had just passed so it's just like this hurts <laughs> you know like there's no other way to put it like this shit hurts and so he tells her i'm going to cut this off cut this relationship off and i'm gonna let you go for a year just so i can get things straightened out with my child and with her and then after a year i'm coming back for you and she wasn't trying to agree to that but she did and she goes back home to citrus grove but she's not staying at her parents house anymore um she has her own place you know kind of like a way away from them but she comes into town to visit and when she goes home she goes home to actually find out that she is pregnant and so her birthday's coming up and she's celebrating with the fam and when she gets back to her house you know there's gifts everywhere and a little note and she knows that diesel is there waiting for her so he's outside like come to find out the baby was not his so she was pregnant but not by him it was just another tactic to try to get back in with him and um you know he's like i wasn't gonna be able to stay away from you all that time anyway um and so you know i want this i want you and we're gonna do this and so she tells him that she's pregnant um and you know they're happy whoop de whoop so it's like a a year later in the epilogue they're married they had one baby she's not pregnant with the next baby she's walking across the stage because she has graduated college and everything is great you know this nigga finally learned how to love she got the man that she wanted got her babies and everything is just super great and they have their happily ever after now i believe because i'm a part of the group on facebook um the next three stories i don't know i don't think they're in any particular order yet but it's going to be declan um denim i forgot i cannot remember and i hate to call her the sick child but i can never remember her name is it demetria i swear i want to say that's what it is it's demetria um so Hold on, y'all. I know this is audio, but stick with me while I try to find this out. Because I cannot remember for the life of me. Uh, 
I don't know. So, oh, okay. So real quick, um, there. What is this? So there was a question posed. Um, if you got invited to Chokers, which Choker is a BDSM club where Demon has been, like they're a member of, and so is Diesel. And it's like, which one would you go with? Because once again, as <laughs> as I emphasized in the last uh, episode, I will again. India Carter does not miss with the sex scenes. The sex scenes will make you want to jump in the book and say, please, can I be a part? I just want a little taste, please. And it's like, who would you go with? And I was like, I could, but it's Demetria. It is her name. So she had put three siblings left, uh, Declan and who, Denim and who, and Demetria and who, which is very interesting because like i said declan has a longtime girlfriend um which who he has his son with but um obviously it's not gonna be her because if you saying with who that means that uh <laughs> you know they not she's not gonna be around for long so it's just like oh so sorry for you girl uh so yeah i was like ah eesh so sorry but um yeah that's all i had i hope you guys enjoyed this episode and i hope to see you back next week peace and blessings my beautiful people